Well, hey there, Church of the City podcasters. Pastor Matt here. Just wanted to provide a little bit of an introduction to what you are about to hear. This is one of our webinars from our Formation Workshops series. And over the next number of weeks, there's going to be new lectures posted from that series. And so our prayer is that these lectures would be an encouragement to you as you practice the spiritual disciplines in your life to be formed into a disciple of Jesus. So may these lectures bless you and feel free to share these at your leisure. You are loved. I am now going to turn it over to Esther um, to lead us. So go ahead, Esther. You should be able to unmute yourself. I haven't, uh, I decided not to take away people's control. So just everyone be mindful to stay muted until we're having some discussion times. Thanks for having me tonight and joining um, me uh, tonight. It's really good to see everyone. I am Esther, Esther Wong. I am part of the Speed Villo MC um, <laughs> and uh, in the same DNA as Amanda Hildebrand, who's also in the call. And have uh, really um, cherished the moments we've had in our DNA. Um, I also serve with Power to Change as the uh, National Staff Development uh, Director for the Student Ministry in particular. And uh, I'm just going to share a little bit uh, with you um, some things I've learned uh, and I'm still learning um, and probably will will learn from you tonight as well about this topic. Um, As we spend some time together, I'd like to ask that um, everyone, please turn your video on if you can, if you're able to. I know many of you already have, um, just so that we can see each other in the room and kind of have a sense of being together, even though we're online, but it's nice to be able to kind of have that sense of being together. Um, Definitely feel free to stay muted on your audio if you like, but uh, there will be some times where um, I'll invite some discussion, uh, at which point you can unmute yourself to share um, later on. Before we start in on our topic tonight, I'd actually like to invite you to pray the following prayer with me out loud. Um, to start our time together. and But because of Zoom call limitations, you can stay muted uh, on the audio. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just to prevent echoing and kind of like sound cacophony. Um, but do uh, pray out loud with me um, as you're able. Uh, we'll also spend half of our time in quiet reflection and prayer. So um, If you need to run somewhere to find a quiet corner in your room uh, before we begin, uh, feel free to do that as well. So I'll invite you to um, pray this prayer out loud with me uh, as you can. Christ, as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ, as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. 
Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. Amen. Tonight, we'll be exploring a spiritual practice of daily spiritual reflection together, um, also called the Prayer of Examine. I'm just curious to know how many of you are already familiar with the spiritual practice. Maybe like a raise of hands a little bit. Okay, great. Um, Or are you familiar with the spiritual exercises of uh, Ignatius? Okay, cool. Um, I'm just going to cover really quickly a little bit of historical context and then uh, dive into um, a little bit of what is the examine. Um, And then uh, we'll actually spend most of our time together in the experience um, of the examine uh, tonight. So um, that's where we're headed. And then we'll end with a little bit of Q&A and uh, feel free to... um, ask any questions at that point and I'll share uh, some of the resources, kind of the people I'm quoting and stuff. So you don't have to worry about necessarily jotting everything down or writing, uh, scrambling down um, the people's names and the book titles. I'll give that to you at the end. So the prayer of examine was developed by Ignatius of Loyola, um, who lived between 1491 and 1556, who uh, was the founder of the Jesuits. um, And he did, he found, uh, developed this practice to increase awareness and attentiveness to the presence of God in our daily lives. According to a se- selected reading out of the Renovari uh, resource, I'll just show it to you actually, um, this one, Spiritual Classics. Um, this is edited by Richard Foster and Emily Griffin. Uh, Ignatius was born at Casa de Torres in the province of Guipuzcoa, Spain. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name. (laughs) And became involved with affairs of court, first as a page and later as a courtier and soldier. Um, Then he was severely wounded in the defense of Pamplona. One leg was wounded and the other broken by cannon fire, apparently. And then Ignatius convalesced by reading the lives of saints and, as a result, began to make bold resolves to live for Christ. During that time, um, he read Thomas Akempis's Imitation of Christ and uh, was inspired to develop practices known as his spiritual exercises that would help believers imitate Christ and find God in all things. And then, as we know, eventually he established a group of spiritual companions who took vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, uh, known as the Society of Jesus, and informally known as the Jesuits. Uh, So in the book, Journey with Jesus, Discovering the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius, Larry Warner explains that the origins for the prayer of examine are traced back to the Psalms, in particular, Psalm 139, verses 23 to 24, in which God or David asked God to search me, oh God, know my heart, test me, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Warner writes that the prayer of examine was birthed 
from this passage. Richard Foster also points to verse 1 in Psalm 139, the same psalm where David prays, Lord, you examine me and you know me. And Foster also points to 1 Chronicles 28, verse 9, where it says that the Lord searches every mind and understands every plan and thought. Now, the word examine um, might be in and of itself unfamiliar, but of course, Foster also explains that immediately uh, it's identifiable with the commonly used word examination. (laughs) And it does carry much of the same meaning, minus the academic context. Um, The word examine comes from Latin and refers to the tongue or the weight indicator, apparently, on a balanced scale, hence conveying the idea of an accurate assessment of the true situation. And I just learned that recently, too, in my research here. Um, I found Adele Calhoun uh, in her Spiritual Disciplines Handbook to be really helpful in describing the examine. She says, throughout the centuries, prayerful people have found direction for their lives through the practice of the examine, also known as the examination of consciousness. The examine is a foundational aspect of the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius Loyola. Ignatius was concerned that the missionaries in his society would know how to detect the movement of God in their lives. He believed that discernment came out of awareness of how God moved uniquely in each soul. The examine provides a way of noticing where God shows up in our day. It is a practice that attends to what we might otherwise miss in the press of duties and busyness. The questions of the examine open our attention to how God's internal movement is present in our external comings and goings. They lead us to listen deeply to the data in our lives. These questions help us pay attention to our mental state, our body responses, and our emotional baggage. Our insomnia, nervous stomach, difficult interaction, and headache can all take their place as a possible way of more deeply leaning into God. The examine helps us recognize the things that bring us death and life. Once these things are known, they become part of our ongoing interaction with God in prayer. The examine can open us to both the difficult and the beautiful in our lives in our relationships, and our profession. The examine is also a useful way of reflecting alone or with others on what God is saying to us through a meeting, a class, a meal, a service project, a relationship, or a conflict. The examine is a wonderful tool for discerning the places you feel most alive, most grateful, most present to the fruit of the Spirit, as well as the times and places where you do not. Those with melancholic tendencies may find that while the day's low points stand out clearly, they need the examine to help them recognize the life-giving moments the spirit brings during the day. That tends to be me. Those naturally inclined to optimism need the examine to help them name the difficult things in life. The examine invites attention to both low and high points recognizing both of these as an invitation to prayer. Perspective and direction for the future happen through listening to where and how God shows up 
in your day, and then interacting with God in prayer. Awareness of the Spirit's enlivening and enlightening presence puts you in touch with the kind of person God created you to be. When you begin to recognize who God created you to be, you have the raw material for discerning God's unique call and design for your life. Now, some people believe that there's also another aspect to be examined. Richard Foster likens it to kind of two sides of a door. The first is an examine of consciousness through which we discover how God has been present to us throughout the day and how we have responded to his loving presence, as we've already mentioned. The second aspect is an examine of conscience in which we uncover those areas that need cleansing, purifying, and healing. The first aspect is similar to rehearsing the mighty deeds of God. The second aspect is like a joint search with God, listening to God, rather than evasion, like defending and rationalizing, nor is it self-flagellation. These two aspects of the, of the examine allows us to give to God not just our strengths, but also our weaknesses, and not just our giftedness, but also our brokenness. Peter Scazzaro, in his book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, describes having a gap between his beliefs and his experience, how one of our greatest obstacles in knowing God is our lack, our own lack of self-knowledge. He writes about how contemplative spirituality offers three primary gifts that enable us to participate in the enormous transformative power of Jesus Christ. The gift of slowing down, the gift of anchoring in God's love, and the gift of breaking free from illusions. Scazzaro encourages us to allow ourselves to feel the full weight of emotion before God and not censoring any of them. Tim Mackey describes that there are three ways to deal with our emotions. We can stuff our emotions or quiet them and they'll destroy us. Or we could give full vent to our emotions and let them overtake us and lose control. Or a third way is that we could pour out our emotions before God in prayer. The prayer of examine leads us to greater awareness of our emotions so that we can bring them to God. Personally, I was first introduced to the prayer of examine through a program called the Center for Spiritual Formation uh, with Cary Institute in Vancouver. Some of you may be aware of it. Um, it's the theological education arm of the Canadian Baptists of Western Canada. At the time I was in the program, I was experiencing burnout and actually had a really hard time connecting with God in the ways that I was accustomed to up to that point in my life, like Bible reading and journaling. I felt so frustrated with where uh, my relationship with God at that time. And the prayer of examine uh, combined with sharing the fruit of that examine with a group of other spiritual companions within my cohort really helped me to become more aware of how God was present with me, especially and actually even in my frustrations. A key takeaway in that time for me of practicing the prayer of examine is that I actually became more aware that God was present in my frustrations in that he was present in my desire for a closer relationship with him. While the examine is normally done at the end of each day, it actually can be prayed at any time. And uh, I've read that Ignatius actually had 
um, people pray through the exam both at noon and at the end of the day. So you can feel free to engage uh, in it whenever you like. There, there are actually quite a few templates and actually even a few phone apps available. And I will share them with you, um, some that I found helpful at the end of our time together. But today, I'd like for us to, um, yeah, experience the prayer of examine through just a very simple structure. Um, so this is the format that we will go with uh, for our time together. Uh, we'll start by becoming aware of God's presence, and then we'll ask God to lead our time of prayer and reflection. And then we'll review the day, noting the strongest emotions uh, throughout the day, and then taking note of what the life-giving moments were, life-giving moments were in the day, and expressing how we feel and what what we want to say to God about those things, uh, like gratitude or praise. And we'll also spend some time reflecting on any life uh, thwarting moments and then expressing how we feel and what we want to say to God about those things. Um, for example, sorrow uh, or desire for change or intercession. And then we'll uh, end by looking uh, to tomorrow. So at this time, if you feel more comfortable turning your video off um, for the purpose of prayer and reflection, feel free to do so. I'm going to be sharing some slides. Well, Spencer will be actually at certain points um, during this prayer and reflection time to assist you in the experience. Uh, so you might still want to have your screen in front of you um, as well. All right. So as we enter into prayer now, I invite you to get into a comfortable position. If uh, you like to journal, feel free to take out your journal as well. Let your muscles relax and let your mind quiet down. Quietly come to stillness. Breathe slowly. Ask God to recenter your scattered senses and to help you become aware of his presence with us. I invite you to soak and just rest in his loving presence. Now I invite you to ask God to fill you with his merciful love. I 
Ask God to be the leader and guide of this prayer time. To lovingly bring to your attention and awareness what he wants to show you. And to protect you from brooding or obsessing over the day or even over ourselves. Now, going hour by hour, I invite you to review your day. In your imagination, relive each significant moment of your day. Linger in the important moments and pass quickly over the less relevant ones. As you are doing this, take note of when you experienced emotions most strongly and try to name what those emotions were. You can feel free to use the feelings wheel on this following slide, um, or I'll also link it in the chat bar. And feel free to use it to help you identify your emotions. What might God want to show you through these emotions?
as you've been reviewing your day, now ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what brought you joy or consolation. What was life-giving? What drew you to God today? In what ways did you sense God's presence with you? What ways did you feel God's love for you? In what ways did you experience God's grace? Perhaps when did you give and receive the most love? When did you feel energy? You do not need to answer all of these questions by any means. I just wanted to offer some to you um, to explore. But let God reveal to you all the gifts and graces he's given you today. From the big ones like life, safety, love, to the small ones, a good night's sleep, a phone call from a friend, a compliment. Thank God for each of these gifts. I'll get Spencer to put up the slide with those questions too.
Now, as they're ready, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what might have brought you pain or desolation in your day to day. What was life thwarting? What might have drawn you away from God today? What ways did God seem absent to you? Or when were you least aware of God's presence? When did you give and receive the least love? When did you feel drained? When might you have felt anxiety? Again, the questions are up on the slide um, for your reference. And these things can be big or small. And again, you you definitely don't need to answer all the questions. Just let God bring to your attention what was most significant.
when you're ready, express how you feel and what you want to say about these things that were life thwarting to God. Whether it's sorrow, a desire for change, intercession. And if you feel it's appropriate, pray for forgiveness or healing. Finally, as we look to tomorrow, I invite you to consider how the life-giving moments or consolations or the life-thwarting moments, uh, the desolations, might be indicating that you're trusting in Jesus and his gospel or whether you're trusting in something or someone else. In light of your consolations and desolations, what might be God's invitation to you, either to draw towards or draw away from. Perhaps ask God to show you concretely how he wants you to respond or what he wants you to do tomorrow. Ask God to show you what kind of person he is calling you to be tomorrow. And then ask God to help you live out what he's placed on your heart.
Lastly, I invite you to take a moment to see if there are any last words that you would like to say to the Lord. Amen. So if you like, um, and if you're able to, I'd like to invite you to turn on your video uh, cameras again. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious to know a few things um, from you. If there was anything that stood out to you uh, in that time of prayer and reflection, Feel free to unmute and, and share. And perhaps more like specifically, if anything stood out to you about the, the experience of uh, the prayer of examine uh, as you experienced it today. Um, Esther, I have, I've done the prayer of examine in the past um, and for some periods of time fairly faithfully, but I haven't done it for a long time. And was rather interesting as I thought about today because I realized that today today had lots of life-giving moments but there was some things yesterday that were still nagging at me that were not life-giving and it showed me how important it is to keep you know to continue this because I realized I was still carrying some negativity from yesterday and I was able to sit with that so I appreciate this. Thanks, Margaret. Appreciate you sharing. Other observations or things that stood out to you in the experience? Yeah, I think for me, um, sorry, my name's Sarah, not actually Matt. <laughs> um, I think for me, I really resonated with how you were talking about at the beginning, those who are like more melancholic need it to draw out the joy of the day and those who are maybe more optimistic um, need it to like reflect on maybe um, the harder things. And I think kind of what Spencer was saying, like coming into tonight, I was like, what did I feel today? Tired. <laughs> like, and it was just really beautiful remembering the simple joys of the day that I had, whether it was like a child's laugh or just experiencing the sunshine and, and just being able to um, be grateful for those things and find joy. And I think that's um, so important to remain joyful and is to like that gratitude piece and being able to actually thank God and praise God for that mm -hmm. rather than every day, just feeling tired and drawn out. So I appreciated that. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. I wish I could hear a little bit from everyone, but I see that we only have three minutes left. So I'm just going to wrap up quickly here. Um, but uh, I just wanted to note that even though we did take extended time, about 30 minutes or so, 
to prayerfully reflect on our day with the Lord uh, just now. But, you know, it can just really be a very simple five-minute prayer exercise every day as well. Um, just jot down like a few highlights and lowlights. You know, we do that in uh, our DNA sometimes. Oh, what's been a highlight of your day? What's a lowlight? That's it. That's the prayer of examine uh, with maybe those of you who have children. You're asking, oh, what have been some roses and thorns in your day? You know, that kind of thing. Um, Richard Foster describes how one summer he would shoot hoops every night at 10 p.m. and then invite God to do a spiritual inventory of his day. And I've seen Adam Pietrantonio, for those of you who know him, um, he'll go for a walk at the end of his day around the block and play a video from Fuller Studio that kind of leads him through the prayer of examine. Um, So it can be uh, lots of different uh, ways as well. But as you practice this prayer discipline, you'll find that you'll uh, become more and more aware of God's presence with you throughout the day. And you'll more likely notice and express your feelings of gratitude to God and learn to invite God into those moments of uh, desolation, so to speak, as well. And then over time, you'll also be able to look back and notice the patterns and movement of the Holy Spirit's work in your life. Um, You'll be able to note the issues that you struggled with, the progress that you've made, and how God speaks through the course of ordinary events. You'll be able to better discern what God is inviting you towards and what he might be inviting you away from. Um, You know, we value exegeting the word of God to know and love God more. And I kind of uh, heard this phrase from um, someone once, the prayer of examine allows us to exegete our lives for cultivating a greater awareness and attentiveness to God's presence and work in our lives. So in my own life, um, I often gloss over my emotions, especially the negative ones. Um, But, uh, you know, in the last while, I've noticed God's invitation towards lament over and over um, and towards a deeper gospel experience of trusting God enough to actually run to him as my father to be able to cry on him. Um, So there are definite moments when I long to have God just save me out of situations. I don't know if you can relate to that, Um, but he invites me to experience him with me in them as Emmanuel, God's presence with us. So those are some themes that I've been noticing in my life. Um, You might also want to consider who might be some trusted spiritual companions with whom you can share like the fruit of your examine, like what you've discovered tonight or over a week or over a month, um, so to speak, some spiritual companions with whom you can reflect back over your life and share ways that God has been most or least present in your life. And that uh, you can listen to God and discern together what might be the invitations of God in each other's lives. And um, that is often really, really a, a huge blessing to me as well. So um, I have run out of time, but I will uh, send you a few apps and templates and uh, kind of the book, the books I uh, referenced, and I'll send those to Spencer and then he can uh, forward them on to you by email as well. Um, quickly, I'll maybe show you some of the apps because sometimes I know when you're in the app store, it's like, which one is it? What does it look like? Um, so if you can see on my screen, there's this little one with two clouds. It's called Reimagining the Examine. And uh, there's like different kinds of topics that it kind of uh, leads you through exploring, like maybe through relationships or through um 
like just different nuanced ways of um, going through the exam. And so I always find that one to be helpful too. Thank you so much for joining and uh, I hope you were blessed. <laughs>